0: Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast where there is no offseason and we talk about baseball 52 weeks out of the year. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from the Sully Baseball Studio in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. Well, just in a matter of minutes, it will be game seven of the 2017 World Series it's been a wild world series it's been an unpredictable world series we've had pennant we've had a you know pitchers duel followed by slugfest followed by ace pitcher gets clobbered followed by unlikely pitcher is dominant followed by you know 13 to 12 followed by 3 to 1 there's no way that each team has Gone back and forth and back and forth the entire series. No team has won back-to-back games. There is no momentum even within a game. And so the idea of predicting this is an act of futility. So I'm going to make a prediction. I'm predicting, while I'm rooting for the Dodgers, what I want to see is an extra inning game. What I want to see is both pitchers, starting pitchers, going deep into the game. What I want to see are... Uh, heroics offensively by Altuve and by Justin Turner, the stars of the, the postseason. And what I want to see is someone doing something so heroic that it becomes the blank game. The Turner game, the Altuve game, the McCann game, the Andre Ethier game, whomever it is. That's what I want to see. My prediction... Astros are going to win 5-2. to two. That's my prediction. What do I want? I want an Epic. And more than one person has asked me, when was the last time there was a Game 7? And I said, you have to go all the way back to 2016. It happened just last year. Have you noticed we've had a lot of great World Series recently? Maybe the World Series is great. I've already known that for years. All right, it's game time. Uh, when you next hear me, uh, it'll either be in the middle of the game or it'll already be the offseason. All right, we're six innings into this, and the Dodgers somehow only have one run. It seems like every inning they have five base runners, and yet only one run has scored. And, you know, Clayton Kershaw came out. He pitched four shutout innings. This should put to rest any Talk about him being, uh, oh, he chokes and everything like that. He came out of the bullpen to throw 4 shutout innings in Game 7 of the World Series. And if the Dodgers just capitalized on, I don't know, two of those innings, we'd be looking at a 5-3 game and it would be, you know, airtight. But, uh, you know, as, uh, as I'm sitting here right now, despite all the rallies by the Dodgers... This game is turning into a little bit of a dud. I'm not going to lie to you. And uh better start seeing some base, you know, better start seeing some RBIs here because uh until that happens, this is uh one of those that was over in the second inning. So, let's uh look at. I'm not a diehard Dodger fan. If the Astros win, I'll be fine, but come on. This series deserves a game 7. That's memorable. Oh, and by the way, there's an ad for Daddy's Home too. Uh, no. No. What, when did we all declare Mel Gibson was okay? Come on. Stop it. Stop it. No need to hire him. Weren't we learning enough of who we shouldn't be hiring? Let's, let's, just, let's just stop it. Mel, we don't need you anymore. Okay, back to the World Series. Okay, we're going to the bottom of the eighth inning. It's still five to one. you know? I mean, all of the scoring for the Astros were done during the U Darvish innings. Uh, man, you know, if, if the Dodgers, uh, you know what? I can't, I can't pitch and moan about it. you know You got to start giving the Astros some credit. Astros are six outs away from winning the World Series. and they're showing a Chevy commercial right now. All right. Let's uh, let's see what happens. At least let's let's at least let's get a great finale. All right, Can we do it? all right. Charlie Morton and the Astros are now two outs away. Now, keep in mind, last year Mike Montgomery got the save in Game Seven of the World Series for the Cubs. Before that game, he had a grand total of zero saves. In any, in the minors or majors, he has one, He had one save, and that was in the uh, game, that was in game seven of the World Series. Uh, Charlie Morton has five career saves, none in the major leagues. A save is uh, the stat you get, buddy, when you finish the game. You're not the starting pitcher, but you finish the game, and it's a close game, and you close it out. That's you don't get the win, you'll get what's called the save. It's like you save the game. That's what Sean Doolittle gets. That's his job is to close out the game. Usually they only go one inning. He's trying to pitch his fourth inning. He has zero career saves. He is two outs away.
1: So is it bad if he's like he's supposed to only go for one inning? He's going for four.
0: He's going for four innings. Well, no, it's not bad. It's just the the manager is saying basically. Uh, he's pitching so well, why would I take him out? We have a chance to win the World Series. Why would I take him out uh, for anyone else? So I'm here right now. Both of my sons are – one son is swinging left-handed and right-handed. this feels weird? Yeah, it does feel weird. So Morton is two balls, one strike. Corey Seager's on death. Taylor is the batter. If the Dodgers are to rally – it's, well, I mean, they're going to have to do something right now because they're two outs away from losing the World Series. I mean, I know that's some great analysis on my part. Oh, Taylor just swung and missed. Yes. You know, the Dodgers let up all five runs in the first two innings, and they had base runners left and right, and they only got one run across.
1: If they didn't let up, hey, they're not going down without a fight.
0: They are not going down without a fight. That's right, Maddie.
1: And look at that guy. it's like, oh.
0: So now they have all the people are looking nervous, and I've been there. So, that is a cue He's shot, out. He's and out. Altuve yeah. gets him out. Sorry. So, I have one son apparently is rooting for the Astros, what? and the other son is rooting for the. Do- I want an exciting game. I want them to score some runs. So it comes down. This is this is a great World Series, and so this game is kind of sort of a dud. I know, it's right? five to one.
1: I know. The, right?
0: st- the, stakes are high. the stakes are high, but do you know what? Yeah, the Dodgers really are high. flailing.
1: I know, right? It's, yes, kinda... it's pretty low,
0: They're flailing like a spider in the toilet.
1: Stakes high, action low.
0: Yeah, stakes yeah. high, action low. That's I'd a rather, good point.
1: And then it's always like high high action but low stakes. It's like, that's what always happens.
0: Well, place. you know, I, I, last year's Game 7 was high stakes, high action.
1: What about low stakes, low stakes?
0: Low stakes, low action is me just sitting around eating cereal. Hey, the season could be over with this pitch. The pitch, ground ball to Altuve. The Houston Astros are the world champions. There they are. The Houston Astros did it. And that's right. My sons are going to the kitchen to put the final tally. And you know what, folks? Yeah, I was rooting for the... Uh, Dodgers to win the World Series. But do you know what? The Astros earned it. The Astros earned this series. They won those two, that game two and that game five that were both absolutely crazy and how the Dodgers could ever have lost those, I don't know. They came This game, they just locked them down. And for the first time ever, you have a team had three different pitchers clinch all three different series you had the division series was clinched by Ken Giles Lance McCullers clinched the league championship series the world series was clinched by Charlie Morton who would have predicted that and you have a bunch of veterans and the yo know, I can't help but think right now when I did the suffering index that I posted on New Year's Day and I was surprised when I was when I looked at it, that the second most suffering franchise in all of baseball Were the Houston Astros with And it made sense because all those years 1980 they came so close One swing away from going to the World Series All those tight games they lost in 1986 to the Mets All those series they lost to Atlanta In, in 97, in 99 That series in 98 They lost to Atlanta again in 2001 The losing that game seven to St. Louis in 2004, losing the being swept by the White Sox in the world series, having that collapse against Kansas city a couple of years ago, all of those losses were cumulative in the suffering of their fan base. And now all of that is just the buildup to the moment with Altuve picks it up, throws it to Guriel, and they mob Charlie Morton. And you look at this team that's filled with young stars, like they're they're right now showing Correa, they're showing Altuve, all these young stars on this team, and the Astros, as I said yesterday, this is the team the best kind of team that could win because they're filled with those veterans where it meant something. We are showing the clip of Justin Verlander running in from the, the uh, bullpen. He's now a world champion for the first time in the Hall of Fame career, first time in Carlos Beltran's potential Hall of Fame career. George Springer has put together the, the, the big stats and now the yeah, inevitably going to be the World Series MVP. And remember, when Sports Illustrated made that prediction – That they said the the Astros will win the World Series in 2017. Who did they have on the cover? George Springer. So, look at I have a question. What's your question? Is
1: this the first time the Astros have won the World Series?
0: First time the Astros have ever won the World Series. The first year they were ever played was 1962. They were called the Houston Colt 45s, named after the gun. And they played as the Colt 45s for a year. Then they changed their name to the Astros.
1: And we finally
0: have something to remember 2014 wait, by. Tw- 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 yep, t- 2017. Sorry. They may have, pre- yeah, yeah okay. it's not 2014. 2014 was the year that Sports Illustrated predicted that they would win the World Series in 2017, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, hey, Daddy. Um, oh, wait a so second, they're giving Charlie Morton the win? I thought he should get the save. Well, either way, like it matters, what he clinched it. Mean? MVP means the most valuable player. Oh. And so they award that to the player who had the best, the best year. Or, or the best series in this case. You
1: have to admit, the Dodgers put up a
0: good fight. Dodgers put up a great fight. Say for this game, this was a great, great World Series. It's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's sad that this game was a bit of a lemon because you've had, you've had at least three legitimately great games in this and one more really good game... And a couple other pretty good games. And so it was all building up to this finale. But you know what? In the end, it's not that the Astros wanted it more. The Dodgers probably wanted it just as much. But, you know, the Astros.
1: a little less. I mean, they probably wanted to. I mean, everyone's won the World Series. But since, I don't know, this is the, um, sorry, uh, this is probably the um, Astros' big chance to make history.
0: Yeah you know well it look it all came together they they beat the three biggest highest paid teams they beat Boston they beat New York they beat Los Angeles you know they earned it they earned it there's no getting around it this team earned it
1: out of 7 battles the Astros won 4 compared to the um the fair, uh, but the Dodgers weren't far behind with 3 battles 1 so.
0: well yep yeah. and Altuve he's he's about your height buddy he's a he's he's 5 foot 6 yeah, and he had a great I don't know. I'm about five foot nine and you're a few inches shorter than me. That's
1: tall, actually sat, so some
0: sound. So yep, so all right you guys, why don't you guys get yourself brush your teeth, get yourself ready for bed? It's nine o'clock and get yourself ready for bed. Well, I wanted to capture this moment. I was hoping I would be able to capture that super dramatic bottom of the ninth inning. And what did I capture? I captured up oh, one out, two outs, three outs. Bye-bye. And so this is always a euphoric moment when you get to see the players. Right now they're showing Lance McCullers. You're getting to see all the players who have that expression knowing that, you know what, they never have to wonder if they're going to win the World Series. They never have to wonder if it's, you know, they never have to wonder, will I ever have a year that ends like this? I'm thinking about, All the people who are huge Houston Astro fans, I'm looking at you, Richard Perez. I'm looking at you, buddy. You are on the Sully Baseball Podcast, the earliest incarnation of the Sully Baseball Podcast, talking about how good the Astros are going to be and all the good, all the players they're building up. You think about the Houston fans who stayed with this team and didn't have the romance of the torment that you had for Boston, for Chicago, for some of the more traditional long-suffering franchises, but had all the anguish that those franchises had, and now that's wiped away. It's still weird to me that the Astros are in the American League, but hey, they didn't win in the National League, they were in the American League, so maybe that was the best thing that ever happened to them, but this Astros team looks great, You know, who knows what it's going to be because, you know, a lot of times you say, hey, this team's going to win a ton of titles and it doesn't come together. So when you have this window of opportunity where it happens, they're showing Dallas Keuchel right now, and everyone's got the big, huge smile on their face that they know they've won the title. So the Astros had this window of opportunity. They could win multiple titles like the San Francisco Giants did, or it could be one title. You know, like, who knows? I mean, chances are the Royals are going to dismantle after two trips to the World Series and one championship. Who knows if the Astros are ever going to get this point again? So, wow. By the way, I want
1: to point something out. Point um, something out for me. So, I, I want to make something clear, was uh, clear in my opinion, that, um, let's see, you know that it's, part of me can't really, it's hard to accept that, now the World Series is over, that since it was going on for so long, it either sees, it seems a short or, you know how it always seems, I always felt this on Halloween, uh, that once a holiday that everyone's looking forward co- to comes, it doesn't feel as good. Like The days leading up to it are more like, I can't wait, I can't wait, than the actual day when it actually comes, you know?
0: I get it, buddy. I get it. I know what you're saying. That there's all this build up for it, and then when it actually happens, and that's it, and that's a bit like
1: it's sort of like when you're on, um, when you sort of have like, say you get like a little thing they put in the water, does something, and it just does a little thing. And it's like
0: that's it, really. Well, there was a huge build-up for this game seven, and it was a bit of a lemon. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, lemonade.
1: What is it? Lemonade's stand for
0: good. On the Wait, what does what stand for?
1: The H up there. I think
0: hits. Uh, yeah, runs, hits, errors. <laughs> so folks, they're doing the celebration right now. Well, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put my kids to bed, just as this season's been put to bed. So hey, for everyone I know who's a Houston Astros fan. Look, at, I've seen my team win the World Series a few times. There is nothing like the first World Series. There is nothing like that. I still think about the 2004 Red Sox like more than I care to admit. But here's something that's kind of interesting. For the longest time, from 1979 to 2014, from the time when I was in the second grade to the point where you guys we're in the 5th grade the no road team could win game 7 of the world series and yet now you've had the 2014 giants the 2016 cubs and the 2017 astros three times in the last 4 years a team has won game 7 of the world series on the road and that for the longest time was a borderline impossibility Hell, anyway. Okay. Hey guys, yeah. let's put you to bed. I'll finish this podcast up in just a little bit, but
1: we dream season. Can, can I just, yeah. oh, like, tell
0: me one more thing.
1: Um, you know what it says after the game, so it's like you know hits, errors. Yeah, I think the uh, I just noticed that it says errors. Um, you see the Dodgers with one and the Houston Astros with zero. So. I think the amount of arrows you get can also contribute to whether you win or lose. Like you can you can have all the hits you want, but if you have too many errors, you're not gonna win.
0: Well, we found that out too. You've seen that a bunch of times too. All right, guys, I'm gonna pause this for a little bit, but congratulations, Houston Astros, the world champions. Well, it's now the second day of November. It's in the morning. I went to bed. I was gonna finish this podcast up before I went to bed and post it, but you know what, your pal slowly got tired. I wanted to watch the post-game ceremony. You got to see Carlos Correa. That became the highlight of Game 7. was Carlos Correa proposing to his girlfriend live on TV. You know, Carlos gets a ring, his girlfriend gets a ring. That's everyone's happy. That was pretty cool. You know, and I'm looking at, I'm going to BaseballReference.com, the single greatest website in the history of the planet Earth, where they already have the stats lined up for the, uh, for the game last night. You know, the bullpen for the Dodgers threw seven and a third innings, two hits, three walks, and nine strikeouts. The the and no runs. Seven and a third shutout innings out of the bullpen, of which they you know barely they barely let anyone on. They did a tremendous job. You know, I would talk to my pal Richie Duncan during the game, and when it was 5 nothing early. I said, how can this, you know, what can the Dodgers do? And I said, first of all, they have to keep the Astros from scoring, and they got to chip away. And think about this for a second. The Dodgers loaded the bases in the first inning. They had two on and one out in the first inning, and they loaded the bases. They couldn't score. They got runners in scoring position in the first inning, second inning, third inning, and the fifth inning and the sixth inning so i mean with the exception of in the five of the first six innings they got runners into scoring position and they could only squeeze one single run across and after getting after the andre ethier single that scored jock peterson the dodgers did not get another base runner for the rest of Well, the year. That was their last base runner, was that base hit that scored the run. And after that, Charlie Morton locked it down. Now, someone explained to me how Charlie Morton, who pitched as wonderfully as he did, pitches four innings and gets a win, not the save. But Madison Bumgarner in 2014 pitches five innings, doesn't get the win, gets the save. I don't understand that. I know that sounds nitpicky. I like the idea of Madison Bumgarner winning three games in that series, and he got two wins and a save. He doesn't really care, nor do what, but I just don't understand why Morton got the win and not the save, which makes you believe maybe this is time to finally retire the win statistic because it makes no damn sense. But the Dodgers had every chance. The pitching staff did everything they could, and in many ways, the, the batters did what they could. They kept getting runners on base. If in, as I said, in five of the first six innings, they got runners on. Let's say in three of those innings. Three of the first six innings, they scored a single run. Well, then we're talking like a 5-3, five, 5-4 five, game going late, and then we have a classic. I can't put this World Series among the best World Series I've ever seen because of the lack of that finale that, that was hair-raising. Even in 2011, where the World Series was a bit— the Game 7 of the World Series was a little bit of a dud, the Game 6, of which one team was one pitch away from winning the World Series twice in the same game, no team was one pitch away from winning the World Series and having it taken away from them in this series— Game 7 of that year was a dud, but Game 6, right on top of it, was so spectacular, kind of made up for it. So this is a very, very good World Series with some classic games and, unfortunately, a bit of a snooze for the final game. If they got one extra base hit in any of those innings, one two-out extra base hit, then we're talking a different game. I personally... was texting with someone at the beginning of the game, I said, take Darvish out after one. Because it was clear he had nothing. And instead, they squeezed him for two more outs, which put the game away early. A 2 nothing game is a much different animal than a 5 nothing game. And that was just it. Kershaw pitched brilliantly. The bullpen pitched brilliantly. But the Astros let's face it, they deserve to be the world champs. They beat the Red Sox, they beat the Yankees, they beat the Dodgers, and they won the West with 102 victories. So Astros, this was your year. And when you're looking at who owns October in terms of what I do on MLBReports.com, Jose Altuve and Justin Verlander had the highest totals for the entire postseason. And so Verlander, welcome to the Hall of Fame. Not that he wasn't a Hall of Famer beforehand, but he has nothing left to check on his career box. Uh, this could have been the final game of uh, Carlos Beltran's career, and if so, um, you know he has a he has a very good case for the Hall of Fame. And now you have Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve is a five time All Star. Three-time batting champion, gold glove winner, silver slugger, uh, has t- will twice be in the top three of the MVP, will probably win the MVP this year, uh, and has 1,250 hits, so he has to get 1,750 hits to reach 3,000, and oh yeah, had a postseason for the ages. And so with that, all Jose Altuve, and he's played seven years with the Astros. He's going to be with them next year. And What is his contract situation? Uh, Altuve is signed for next year and has a team option for the year after that. So the earliest he can be a free agent is 2018. And I have a weird thing about wanting to see players play um, 10 years with the team that they go to the Hall of Fame with. That's not critical, but I like that. And so if he can play 2018, 2019, and 2020, if they can sign him through 2020, then he'll be the Astro that led him to the championship, put up all these numbers. Basically, all Jose Altuve has to do as he turns, uh, he's 27 years old now, he's going to turn 28 on, uh, in uh, May. All he has to do is continue playing at a high clip and not get hurt. And then the debate can start in Astros' history of who was the better second baseman in Astros' history. Was it Biggio or was it Altuve? Well, if Altuve can continue to pile up hits the way he's doing, all due respect for Biggio, who belongs in the Hall of Fame, this is Altuve's. So, that's that. There we go. That's another year in the books, another baseball season. We saw some tremendous moments, regular season moments, big winning streaks, strange losing streaks, shocking trades. We saw the Red Sox and Yankees become elite again. We saw the Diamondbacks turn into a terrific team before our eyes. We saw the Brewers come this close to making the postseason. We saw the Rockies turn things around, and they have a— Bright future ahead of them. And we saw the you know the Washington Nationals have another great season but fall short. We saw the Cubs get back into it. We saw the wonderful winning streak by Cleveland. We had a really memorable postseason, which the only thing it really lacked was that classic Game Seven. Game seven of the ALCS wasn't was not a great game and neither was this one. But it has more to do with well, let's face it, Charlie Morton and Lance McCullers. And we saw the Dodgers and the Astros give us a really memorable World Series. And while I didn't do it every day like I did the other years, hopefully you all have enjoyed what I've been doing here with you. Now, this off season, I'm going to be continuing to do podcasts. I'm going to figure out and calculate the new suffering index now that the Astros are which were the number two slot I think they're going to come way down from there and I think the Indians are going to see their uh, their number increase by an alarming amount and so will the Washington Nationals. I'm going to be trying out a bunch of new things and even though I've been saying this for a while we will be re- rebranding and relaunching the podcast in a new form, and maybe even starting up finally that Patreon page. It's been a wild, long, not always fun year for your pal Sully. And hopefully you've enjoyed what we've been doing. And as we start to do some new things with Sully Baseball, hopefully you'll come along and continue floating down the River Sully. It will still be here on SoundCloud, Stitcher, And Apple Podcasts and Podbean, wherever you get to podcasts, will still be on this feed for the the time being. And keep an eye out for potential video projects and other things that I'm writing up. And if you go to sullybaseball.com, you're still going to see I I have to write two more, and I'll be done with all the cards of the day. I post a card of the day every day on sullybaseball.com. And once I finish these last two up, they'll be done for the entire year. I'd hate to pull the curtain back too much, but yes, I write a lot of those in advance. So, that's it. No more baseball. Not until next spring. But, Sally, there's the Winter League. Shut up. Jeez, I need to do some stuff around here. No more Major League Baseball until next spring. I'll be here in the offseason. You're going to need baseball. I'm going to need baseball. So go to sullybaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, I'm everywhere. You can be old school. Send me an email at info at Music, as always, is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kalisky. This has been the Sully Baseball Podcast starting on the 1st of November and ending on the 2nd. When I began, there was baseball. When I end, that's it. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan, please call me Sully.